Hello everyone, I'm Chris Eastep, your host here on Global Rapture Watchers. We know the Lord Jesus Christ is on His way, and we're waiting to be able to go home with our Lord and Savior. Make sure you share, subscribe, like this video.
shall surely come to pass. And now is the time, and this is the day. And by my spirit, I'm making the way. And by my spirit, you'll begin to rejoice, and you'll begin to say, lifting your voice and declaring this new day. For I'll cause you to go forth into a new way. You'll leave this place in a new way, a new strength and a new direction. For I'll restore years, and I'll restore health, and I'll restore joy. For this is a day of great restoration, and I'll restore the gifts of the Spirit, and they shall increase, and they shall multiply. For times of refreshing shall come from my presence, saith the Lord, and it shall fall like rain. So now I hear the sound of an abundance of rain, that it shall rain, it shall rain, and I will pour out my Spirit, saith the Lord. So receive it and declare it and say it's not so far away, but it's here right now, today. Hi everyone, I'm Melissa with Midnight Hour Oil. Today I wanted to come out and share with you uh, a dream and a vision I was given about three days ago. And when I had this dream and vision, I wasn't 100% sure what it meant. And so yesterday, um, I was laying down, my lower back was hurting a little bit, so I laid down and I was contemplating some things, uh, one of which was Dana Coverstone's dream from a couple years ago where he was shown that a uh, a hostile group took over the U.S. during a State of the Union address. I don't know if you heard that dream he had. And the man who typically symbolizes Jesus in his dreams told him that America fell in less than 250 years. So I was laying there doing the math thinking, hmm, that would have to happen before 2026. So I come across a video of a guy by the name of Randy Kay. You may have heard of him. I had not. And I was intrigued by the title of his video. And I, I was actually kind of skeptical of him at first. And I thought, oh, brother, when did he put this out? And I, when I clicked on the video, it was 11 days ago. And uh, the title was 467 Days to Either the Outpouring of Evil or Glory. So I went in and I started listening to the video and I realized pretty quickly he's the real deal. Um, you get a sense about people and I could just tell he was the real deal. He, is, he actually had an after-death experience where he was with the Lord Jesus. And so anyway, he was given a prophetic message on Rosh Hashanah, September 15th of 2023, and basically a countdown. Well, as I was listening to his message suddenly i remembered the vision and dream i had been given on october 1st and then i realized what it meant and that what i was being shown was a call to america to come back to holiness all right so i want to share the dream i was given and the vision and then i'm going to play a clip from randy k's video uh his prophetic message he was given 
and I'll leave a link in the description box to the whole video. I highly encourage you to listen to the whole thing. Uh, but, all right, so to start, on October 1st of 2023, I was given a dream, and in the dream, I was in a large place with my husband, and there were like these TVs on the wall, you know, like you would see in a mall, and there was a program playing, uh, it was about America's history, and I'm not sure how far back it went, 30s, 40s, 50s, but I remember taking note of the clothing that people were wearing, and they were wearing holy jeans, very similar to what you see young men and women wearing today. And I, I commented about that, and I said, I said, hey, those holy jeans are in style again right now. Right now, that's a play on words, okay? So I'll get back to that in a second. But then we were going to go to some type of a Bible study or a Christian gathering, and I had this scripture stirring in my spirit that I knew I needed to share with the church. And it was a scripture from Romans 12:1, And it says, Therefore I urge you, brothers, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as living sacrifices, holy and pleasing to God. This is your spiritual act of worship. All right, so there you have holy, whole, the holy genes, God's call to holiness. All right, now the holy genes, um, again, that's a play on words, the G-E-N-E-S. Past generations have handed down uh, their faith to their children and their grandchildren, but it seems like this generation or the generation before us, it, it was lost on it. Ken Ham would tell you that as of the year 2000, America was no longer a Christian nation and that to evangelize Americans, you had to go uh, all the way back to the very beginning, defining what sin is because there's no foundation of truth anymore in the hearts of the people, uh, especially the younger generation. So I woke up from that dream and I had a flash vision and I saw the U.S. flag and all these other flags in, from other nations flying in the wind, but the U.S. flag was in the center, All right, meaning that the U.S. is a central focus on the world scene and w the way America goes, other nations will go as well. And I did a little bit of research on the um, scripture that I was given to take to the church in, in my dream, Romans 12, 1. And I just want to share a real quick excerpt from an article I found on it. And it was from hermeneuticsstackexchange.com. All right, hermeneuticsstackexchange.com. So they break down the whole scripture, like word for word. And the word sacrifice they give us uh, some reasons why Paul would have chosen to use the word sacrifice. Those who are in Christ imitate Christ and share his sufferings in this life. While their sacrifice is not redemptive in the place of another, yet it is to be for another as was his. Uh, another reason, connotation of the blood and gore, the reader is called to a life of suffering in service to God. All right, the surrender of one's best to God. Blemish sacrifices were not acceptable. Uh, another reason, total surrender. A sacrifice is not something that one gets back. The replacement of the Old Testament system where they offered bulls and goats, the readers were to offer themselves. Okay, so that's uh, one of the reasons Paul would have said as a, to live a life of sacrifice before God. In summary, they write this, uh, Paul is commanding his readers to totally give themselves up to God. As Paul Washer points out in a number of his sermons, he does not 
here mean to restrict the command to just physical bodies, rather lest one make holiness something which is emphoral. He gives a concrete embodiment of the command to holiness. This is true in proper worship because the old system of bulls and goats has passed away. And because true worship to God is a holistic action of the man, God asks for total, non-partial devotion, body and soul. All right, so I just thought that was really interesting to understand exactly what Paul was saying in that scripture. That was the scripture that I was given to give to the people that I was going to go meet with. And I believe that is the scripture I'm intended to bring to you, the body of Christ, that God is calling us back to this place of holiness, to this place of sacrifice, where we give ourselves completely up to him, to his will, to his purposes. And like I said, I wanted to share uh, an excerpt from the prophetic word that Randy Kay was given uh, on Rosh Hashanah back on September 15th, 2023, and just to help you to understand the consequence for this nation and for us as the church if we do not act upon what the Lord is showing us he wants us to do, uh, coming against the evil, coming against the sin in this nation. Uh, because if we do not, if we know there is something evil going on, if there is sin going on in this nation, in our government, in the church, wherever, and we don't even pray about it, then we are complicit with it, church. And there's, a, there's going to be a consequence for that. Like I said, I'm going to include a brief clip from Randy Kay's prophetic message that he shared. I will have a link to the uh, full video in the description box, and I encourage you to listen to the whole thing. But I clipped about a five or six minute portion of the video where he is sharing specifically what he heard from Jesus in the dream he was given on September 14th, and then what he and his wife Renee heard from the Holy Spirit on September 15th concerning this, this 400 and 67-day countdown that he was told is coming. And when you do the math, that takes you right to December 25th of 2024. All right, take a listen. The Lord said this in our prayer as he revealed. Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is so good. Hallelujah. Welcome to the Lord's Hour, my brothers and sisters. Hopefully you can hear me. Let me just get the volume up. Sounds clear. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Brother Albi, Sister Lisa. May God bless everyone who is in the chat room. God bless everyone who's listening in the Lord's Hour. In the air, cell phones everywhere, archives. May God bless, bless you. Hallelujah, abundantly. Thank you for being here in the Lord's hour. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father. Oh, Heavenly Father, hallelujah, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, hallelujah. I pray that you will send archangels from your holy throne to fight the good fight, hallelujah. Holy Spirit, take charge of our protection. 
Every listener that is listening in the Lord's hour, protect the Lord Jesus. Protect us, all of us, with the blood of Jesus. And Holy Spirit, protect all of us. Hallelujah, Holy Spirit, protect every single one of us and our families. In Jesus' mighty name, take charge of our protection, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I repent, Jesus, from all type and kind of sins that I have committed against you since the day that I was born until now in the last second of the rapture, my Lord. Cleanse me, Lord Jesus, from all unrighteousness and keep me clean, my Lord. Oh, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, help us all, Lord. Forgive us, Lord Jesus, cleanse us, cleanse us with your mighty and holy blood. And Lord Jesus, I pray that, Lord, and Holy Spirit, that you will minister your people tonight. Touch your people's heart, Lord Jesus. Touch, hallelujah, everyone who's listening in the Lord's hour, Lord Jesus. This is all about you, hallelujah, Jesus Christ. This is all about you. May to God be the glory and the honor, hallelujah. Welcome, Holy Spirit, into this place. Welcome, Jesus, into this place. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, put words in my mouth, Lord Jesus. Use me as your vessel, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. I'm your servant, Lord Jesus, tonight. Oh, hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, God is coming. And hallelujah. He's coming for his people. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. Let's get right with God. Let's run to the Lord. Let's have a relationship, hallelujah, with the Lord Jesus. Oh, praise your name, Holy Spirit. Come down with fire and power all over this place. Come down with fire and power. Fire, 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 fire. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, I bind every evil spirit from north, south, east, west, up and down, everywhere. I bind all evil spirit, a small, medium, or large, whatever their size they are, in the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. I break the powers by the blood of Jesus and send them all to the pit of hell in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. 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 Holy Spirit, come down with fire and power. Fire and power all over this place. Exterminate every evil spirit, Holy Spirit. Oh, consume them with your fire, Holy Spirit. Come down with fire and power all over this place. Fire and power all over this place, Holy Spirit. Come down with fire, fire from heaven. Fire from heaven, from north, south, east, west, up and down. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach. Hallelujah. You touch your people tonight, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, you bring your people to you, Lord Jesus. Ministry, Holy Spirit of God, to your people tonight. Hallelujah. How to stay right. How to follow Jesus. Hallelujah. Because grace, hallelujah, is almost ending. The grace, hallelujah, of God, the mercy Hallelujah, the grace of God is almost ending. Hallelujah, because the rapture, my brothers and sisters, is getting closer every day. And the, and the, and the great tribulation also. So we got to stay right with God. Hallelujah. And we got to run, run to the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, because Jesus, hallelujah, cares. 
and Jesus loves us. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise your name, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And God is with us. Holiness, hallelujah, is what God wants from us. It's strive for peace with everyone and for the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. It's just the word of God in Hebrews 12, verse 14. Hallelujah. Since we have these promises, beloved, let us cleanse ourselves. That's why we have to repent every day. Hallelujah. And we have to run and stay away from sin and walk away from the world. Let us cleanse ourselves from every, every, hallelujah, the defilement of the body. Praise your name, Jesus. Of the body and the spirit, bringing holiness to completion in the fear of God. Hallelujah. Because we are chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possessions, is the word God. That hallelujah we may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Because God is light and Satan is darkness. Hallelujah. So we have to be, hallelujah, with Jesus, the light, the fountain of life. Hallelujah. The fountain of life. He is the only one who, hallelujah, can, that can give you, for, uh, 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 that you will feel, hallelujah, everything that you need, that he will fulfill you and give you, hallelujah, what you need according to his will, hallelujah. But as he who called you is holy, says the word of God in First Peter 1, 15, 16. You also be holy in all your conduct, since it is written, you should be holy, for I am holy. So God, hallelujah, wants us, hallelujah, to stay in holiness. And also because he wants also to protect us from the evil one. Amen. God's protection from sickness, from any disease, hallelujah, is staying in holiness. Hallelujah. The test is, is coming when the new virus um, when the new virus uh, virus arrives, and God, we have to we have to put ourselves in and trust ourselves in God. Hallelujah. When that virus or any other type of diseases, we have to put our trust in God. Hallelujah. We have to trust God. Because the word of God tells us, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In Proverbs 3, verse 5, delight yourself in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart, says the word of God. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him. We've got to trust in the Lord. And he will act. When we trust, he acts. Why? Because we're putting our trust in him. We're trusting in Jesus. He will bring forth your righteousness. It's the light and your justice is the noonday, says the word of God in Psalms 37, 4, verse 6. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. God is awesome. Hallelujah. And we know that for those who love God, says the word of God, all things work together 
for good for those who are called according to his purpose. Hallelujah. Oh, praise the living God. And those who know your name, put their trust in you for you, O oh Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you. He will never, hallelujah, forsake you. Hallelujah. If you're seeking, hallelujah, God, oh, praise the name. God will be pleased. Hallelujah. And God, hallelujah, he will, he will protect you. He will be with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. The Lord is my strength and my shield. When all these things come, events, illnesses, whatever it is, the Lord is, is our strength and our shield. And him, hallelujah, we put, hallelujah, our, our heart. In him, my heart trusts, is the word God. In Psalms 28, verse 7. And I am help. My heart exalts. And with my song, I give thanks to him. So when we praise the Lord, we give thanks to the Lord. Because he protects us. Hallelujah. He protects every all of us. He's always guiding us. He's leading us. We have to let him. You have to let the Lord, hallelujah, lead you and protect you and to give you his peace and to give you his strength when you're going into the testing, into the trials, into the tribulation. You got to put yourself in your trust in God, hallelujah, because God is almighty, because God created you, hallelujah, because, hallelujah, God loves us, hallelujah. Praise the living God, because God knows you. He knows your heart. He knows your thoughts, hallelujah. And God cares for you. Jesus, put your trust your trust in Jesus Christ. In all your ways is the word, the word of God. Acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path, Proverbs 3, verse 6, in all of our ways. We have to acknowledge him. Hallelujah. And God is going to make it straight our path. If we put all our ways and acknowledge him. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, praise be the name of the Lord. Have I not commanded you, says the word of God, to be strong and courage? not to be afraid and not to dismay. For the Lord your God is with you, whatever you go. Joshua 1, 9. Whatever you go. So let's not be dismayed. Let's not be discouraged. Let's be, hallelujah, strong, be dismayed. But to be strong, hallelujah. To be happy, to be grateful, hallelujah, to be thankful, because our Lord God is with us wherever we go. Praise the living God, hallelujah. Wherever we go, you go to work, hallelujah, he goes with you. You go outside, he goes with you. You come in the house, hallelujah, he comes with you. You have to 
But all you need to do is you have to let him. Invite Jesus into your heart, friends, that you're listening. Hallelujah. Say, Lord, forgive me. Forgive my sins. I repent. Jesus, come into my heart. Save me, Lord. And write my name in the book of life. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, hallelujah. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing, says the word of God, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope, Romans 15, verse 13. So the power of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, you're going to abound in hope. There's always hope, hallelujah. Lord, help me. You can say, Lord, help me to stop seeing. There's hope because Jesus died for you at that cross for your sins. There's hope, hallelujah, that he can help you stop sinning. Hallelujah. Because the power of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, it says you may abound in hope. Romans 15, verse 13. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. To give you a future and a hope. Hallelujah. Plans. Every time God has a plan for you, hallelujah, it's a plan. The Lord will declare the Lord, the, 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 the plans for welfare. God is going, hallelujah, to bless you. Whatever that plan that God has set in your life, hallelujah, his will will be in your life. And those plans, hallelujah, are going to be big plans. Because God, hallelujah, is big. God is strong. Everything, hallelujah, about God. Praise the name of the Lord. Is strong, is big, is secure, hallelujah. For you, it may seem through this. Remember. His plans, his plans, not the enemy plans. Remember, that's why, that's why you always have to say, Lord, I cancel the enemy plans over my life. I cancel the enemy plans over my life. You don't want the enemy to give you his plans. Uh-uh. Because that's why things have gone south in your life. No. When God gives you, hallelujah, his plans, hallelujah, our plans are blessings, hallelujah, big. And there's a purpose for it. There's always a purpose. There's always a purpose. And his will, hallelujah, will be done in your life. The word of God says in Jeremiah 29, verse 11, for I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, 
to give you a future and hope, always hope. There's a future and there's hope. There's always going to be hope. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations, says the word of God in Psalms 46, verse 10. I will be exalted in the earth. Yes, Lord, you will be exalted. Praise the name of the Lord, Jesus. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life. Many of us, Christians, or even friends that are listening, were anxious because the food is getting expensive. Now on these days, everything is getting expensive, right? What they're paying us at work is not enough because the food is just going up. The rent is going up. The bills are going up. The standard living is not like it used to be. But don't be anxious because God, hallelujah, will give you what you need. God will provide for you. So let's not be anxious because God is going to provide and God is going, hallelujah, to help us. He's never going to leave us, hallelujah, with a life that we're going to be in need, he's going to provide. Hallelujah. But we have to follow Jesus. Amen. We have to obey the Lord. Why? Because it's good. We got to be thankful. We have to appreciate the Lord. We have to be thankful, grateful. Amen. Remember, He's always going to be there with us, for us. He's going to prosper us. He's going to, hallelujah, to bless us. He's going to provide for us. So if you're going to travels, you're going to uh, tough times right now that you can't pay your bills or you can't pay uh, the rent or you can't pay uh, uh, or, or you don't have enough money to pay for your uh, groceries, pray and say, Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray that you will provide for me to pay these bills that I have to pay, to buy food, things that I do need for my children's, for us, I pray for a new job, or I pray for my job to give me a raise in the mighty name of Jesus. Remember that anything that we pray, God, he listens, he hears your prayers. But sister, I've been letting the Lord know this for months, and I'm still struggling. Have faith. Say, Father, empower my faith. Forgive me for the lack of faith. Please, I know because your word of the word of God says, Father, that we should not be anxious about our life. 
The word of God says, hallelujah, not to be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. It's not life more than food and the body more than clothing. Hallelujah. God is going, hallelujah, going, hallelujah, to provide and give you what you need according to your needs, according to his will. Amen. Don't worry because God, hallelujah, is going to take care of you, but you have to have faith. Remember, you got you to gotta trust what the word God says. So when God says trust, put your trust in him. When God says put your trust in him, it's because you're believing what the word of God says. If you're not believing what the word of God says, then you're not putting your trust in him. You have to believe to receive. That's what the word of God says. And confess and declare it. And these things happen uh, uh, for, with faith. So we have to we have to exalt them. When we need these things, we have to praise them because that is when the miracle will happen. God will release, hallelujah, your provision, hallelujah. He will take care of you. All you need to do is pray and have faith. And God, hallelujah, can use anyone, hallelujah, to provide your needs or your job. Anything. He can do everything because everything is possible for God. Nothing is impossible for God. He can do all things. He just needs a master seed of faith from you. That's all he needs. Hallelujah. So trust and believe in God. Trust in his word. Again, when God says, trust me, when God says, put your trust in me, it's because you, hallelujah, have believed what the word of God says. It's very clear, very clear, very easy. It's just to believe what the word of God says. And why not believing what the word of God says? If the word of God says, hallelujah, I got bigger plans for you. And the word of God is letting you know to be strong. And not discourage and don't dismay. And then not to lean in our own understanding. He's letting us know everything. He's letting us know what to avoid and also what to do. Hallelujah. The word of God is letting you know and letting me know. Trust in the Lord. And he says with all of our heart. And do not lean in our own understanding. So with all of our heart, hallelujah, trust in the Lord with all of your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will make it straight your path. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, says the word of God in Jeremiah 17, 7, 8, whose trust is the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream and does not fear when heat comes. 
when heat comes, when the trial comes, when the test comes, when the difficult time comes. Hallelujah. Hello, church. Hello. Hello, hello. And does not fear when he comes. For it is leaves remain green. Why? Because you don't worry. Because you're trusting God. You're trusting in his word. And you know that God has you. God is going to take care of you. God is going to protect you. He's going, hallelujah, to send, hallelujah, an army of angels to back you up. He's going to be there for you. He's going, hallelujah, to provide for you. And does not fear when heat comes, for it is leaves remain green, hallelujah, peace. And it's not ancients in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. Brothers and sisters, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever as the word God mentions to us in Hebrews 13, 8. It's the same yesterday and today and forever. Hallelujah. Remember all the miracles. Remember everything that God have done since Moses, since Adam and Eve. Think about everything. And God, hallelujah, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday. Hallelujah. That was yesterday, long time ago. A thousand years ago and today also and forever and ever and for eternity. So we should not be afraid. We should not be worried. We should not be anxious. We have to we have a power for God. We have an amazing God. We have an awesome God, hallelujah. A God who, hallelujah, takes care of us and hallelujah, he will be there for, for you, hallelujah. When this new virus comes or whatever other diseases comes, and God is going, hallelujah, to be there for you. All you need to do is, is seek the Lord, have a relationship with the Lord, and stay in holiness and obey God, hallelujah, and you're going to see, hallelujah, the miracle of the Lord. You're going to see, hallelujah, that he is protecting you, that he is with you, and hallelujah, and taking care of you and your family. Psalms 112, verse 17, he's not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, firm, trusting in the Lord. Praise the living God. Hallelujah. We should not be afraid of bad news. Like, look what happened today. Emergency alert. Ta, 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 the phone. Emergency alert. We know exactly what that means. We know Putin has many times had threatened with nuclear bombs. Preparing. They're preparing the people. Yeah, when it happens. But the people of God should not be afraid. And we are not afraid of the bad news because if we die, we die for Christ. Hallelujah. He's our life. If we die, we go and live, hallelujah, with the Lord. And hallelujah. But if we are, hallelujah, taken in the rapture, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If it happens or when it happens, God, hallelujah, is going to be with us. And if it's, it's going to happen, 
that um, that some people, you know, are going are going are going to die or be affected if they die with Christ. They're gonna be hallelujah with Christ. He's not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm, firm trusting in the Lord. Psalms one twelve verse seven is such a good thing. And so good to trust the Lord. It's a great thing. Because when you trust Jesus, you don't worry about anything. Hallelujah. Because you know that he's there for you. And even if you see things going bad, you got hope the Holy Spirit within us. We have hope. Hallelujah. Praise the Holy Spirit of God. Praise your name. Hallelujah. Holy Spirit of God and Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus. So Isaiah 26, verse 3, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is to stay on you because he trusts in you. That's another thing. God gives us peace. When you trust God, oh, many blessings, many things happen. You have peace. You feel protected. Hallelujah. And your trust in the Lord. And that peace surrounds and trespasses. Hallelujah. Thing, hallelujah. Can move you. No bad news. Threatens of nuclear bombs. Famine, you know those things are going to happen, but you don't worry about it. And when it happens, it happens. We are with God. Amen? And God is going. That's why I'm, I'm letting you know. Jesus, hallelujah, is at the door. He's coming to get his, he's going to rescue his people. Hallelujah. Come to the family of God and buy Jesus into your heart, friends. Time is running out. Give your life to Jesus. Tonight is the night. You're not going to be afraid of bad news. You'll see. Because hallelujah, the Holy Spirit will come into your life and will give you that peace. And everything that you have been looking for, that you have been sad, that nothing fills you because nothing and no one can fulfill you. Only Jesus can give you what you need. Only Jesus. You give your heart to Jesus. Give your heart to Jesus. Hallelujah. Before it's too late. And brothers and sisters, have a relationship with the Lord. Hallelujah. Says, hallelujah. And ask him to help you, to stay in holiness, to help you to trust him. If you have the problem that you don't believe what the word of God says, that some, sometimes you struggle with that and you're like you're saying it, but you're not really meaning it, you're not believing it, ask God to help you in that area. And say, 
God, please help me. Help me. I need that. Be sincere with God because he knows your heart. He knows your thoughts. He likes, hallelujah, sincere heart. Oh, Father, please, I'm sorry for not trusting you. Forgive me. Help me. Help me in that matter. I need to trust you. I need to trust and believe what your word says because it is your word. Help me in that area. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah, I ask, Father God, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is to stay on you because he's in you, Isaiah 26, verse 3. So you, that's why you, you want, hallelujah, to have a perfect peace. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him and he will act. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. This is the word of God, Isaiah 41.10. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Wow. Wow. This is, this is a, 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 a big promise. This is, this is wonderful. Fear not, for I am with you. Fear not, for I am with you. What else do we need to hear? This is everything. Isaiah 41.10. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Oh, Lord, please strengthen me. Yes. He will strengthen you because he is, hallelujah, with you. I will help you, says the word of God. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You're in the hand of God. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your wonderful words. Thank you for your promises. Thank you. But overhearing what they said, Mark 5, verse 36, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not fear, only believe. Hallelujah. Do not fear, just believe. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, I pray for Sister Regina, Lord. Oh, Lord, Father God, I pray, hallelujah, in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, that you will provide for her, Lord that you will help her, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, to pay her bills, hallelujah, and to provide and give her what she needs according to, Lord Jesus, to her needs, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, sister, trust in the Lord because I feel hallelujah. I feel, hallelujah, that Jesus, hallelujah, Jesus is, oh, my goodness, Jesus is releasing. He's releasing something, hallelujah. He's going to bless you, hallelujah. He's going to provide for you. Praise the name of the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. And everyone who's listening also, Lord Jesus, I pray. Oh, I feel it. Hallelujah. I feel it. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Everyone, Lord Jesus, who is in need, Lord, to pay their bills, Lord Jesus, to pay their groceries, Lord God Almighty, or to pay the rent, God Almighty. I pray in the man in the mighty name of Yeshua Hamashiach, Lord, that you, Lord Jesus, will provide for everyone who is in need, Lord, according to their needs, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord, I feel that in my heart, Lord Jesus that you were letting me know, Lord Jesus, you were going to minister your people tonight and release, Lord Jesus, blessings, Lord, hallelujah, 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 and providing for your people, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord. I thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray, Lord, that you will send angels, Lord Jesus, hallelujah, to work also on their behalf, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, mighty God. You are so good, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Release your blessings, Lord. Holy Spirit of God, touch your people tonight. Minister to your people tonight. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Let your will be done, Lord, in their life. Touch your people tonight and bring, Lord Jesus, your people to you, Lord. And have them, Lord Jesus, trust in you, Lord. Hallelujah. Put, Lord Jesus, help them out. Put in their heart, Lord Jesus, that trust, Lord, of you, of your word, Lord. Thank you. Have them trust you, Lord. What the word of God says, Lord Jesus, I pray for that, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for doing it. Thank you, Father God. Thank you so much. Wow. Hallelujah. I felt of the Lord. Oh, Sister Regina, don't worry. Hallelujah. God is going to, he's going to provide for you and everyone else who is listening in the Lord's hour that are asking for this and they have been praying for this to God. God is going, hallelujah, to release, hallelujah, the blessings from heaven. Praise your name, Jesus. He's going to provide according to the, to your needs. Thank you, Lord. God is so good. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. My brothers and sisters, God is going to protect you from evil. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am with God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Always remember this verse, Isaiah 41, verse 10. When you, when you feel that you're being attacked, when you feel, hallelujah, that you are lacking of something, uh, remember not to fear because God is with you, hallelujah, and he will not dismay you. And remember that he says that he, he says, I am your God, Isaiah 41.10. He says, I am your God, and I will strengthen you, and I will help you. Always remember these words and believe it. 
Remember and believe it, my brothers and sisters and friends that are listening. Run to the Lord. Hallelujah. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my first trust, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you from all these diseases, all these plagues, uh, from famine, from the viruses, uh, from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. Hallelujah. You will not fear the terror of night, nor the arrow that flies by day. Hallelujah. That's the God we have. Hallelujah. Our God that protects us. Our God, hallelujah, that cares. Our God, hallelujah, that will protect us from evil. No weapon that is fashioned against you shall succeed, says the word of God. And you shall rescue every tongue that rises against you in judgment. This is a heritage of the servants of the Lord and their vindication from me, declares the Lord, Isaiah 54, verse 17. And the Lord is faithful. He will establish you and guard you against the evil one. The Lord will rescue you from every evil deed and bring to safety into his heavenly kingdom. Hallelujah. To him be the glory forever and ever. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Here's a song from David. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they come for me. You prepare a table, hallelujah, before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. Hallelujah, my cup overflows. Oh, praise the name of the Lord. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold and my refuge, my Savior. Hallelujah. You save me from the violence. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am served, hallelujah, from my enemies. Hallelujah. If you're going to travel, if anybody have called the law on you, Hallelujah. Remember, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge. God is going to make that disappear. God is going to make those people go. God is going to make those people. You will not know where they went. Hallelujah. Because God is your shield. Hallelujah. And the horn, hallelujah, of our salvation. Hallelujah. Our our stronghold and our refuge, our Savior, hallelujah, that saved us from violence. Anyone that had come or came against you, he'll save you from violence, hallelujah. He'll save you from your enemies, and he will make them disappear. They will disappear like air. Because you have put your trust, hallelujah, in the living God. 
because you have believed in his word that he is with you and he will never leave you or forsake you. The way you go, he'll go with you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised because he's worthy to be praised. He's worthy to adore him. He's worthy of everything because he gives us, hallelujah, what we need because he created us. Most important thing, he created us. The word of God says that he knows how many hairs, how, how many single hair of your head you got. He's amazing. Hallelujah. And that's the God we serve. And because he loves you and because he cares for you. And the word of God said, I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. And I am saved from my enemies. Oh, thanks be the Lord. Thanks be to the Lord Jesus Christ. No one can come against you. If anyone comes, they're going to go to the other side. God is going to make them go to the other side. Whoever tries to come against you, God is going to make them disappear. Believe in him. And when problems come or the law or anything that you're going through comes against you, always remember. Don't speak negative. Don't say, oh, my goodness, what is going to happen? They can do this. They can do that. If you say those things, you are confessing and you're declaring it, and it's going to get worse. No. In fact, you say no. They have dropped the case. They didn't find anything against me. They're going to do it because that's exactly what is going to happen because God is with me. You'll see tomorrow or next week, they're not going to call up on me. They're not going to come near me. God is going to make them go. Boom. Because God says in his word that he is with me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. And all you need to do is have faith. God is only asking you, hallelujah, for a master's seat of faith. Hallelujah. That's how big. That's how small. That's how small. He has, hallelujah, of your faith. If you have faith, it's a master's seat. He will move that mountain. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Because there's nothing impossible for God. Everything that is impossible for you, that makes it possible because he is almighty. He is the king of kings. He is mighty, almighty. What is possible for God? He'll make it possible. Because everything is possible for him. There's nothing impossible for him. We see things so big. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. What is going to happen? Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, ay. Ay, ay, And we just pulled our last, uh, the last, uh, 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 you know, number of hairs that we get in our head. And we're just going crazy and we're running up in, like a chicken with no head on. No. Don't be anxious for anything. Don't worry about anything. Whatever you're going through, God is going to get you out of there. Hallelujah. God is speaking hallelujah tonight to some people. I let the Lord know. Lord, minister to your people tonight, Lord. I am just your servant, Lord. 
just use me for your glory because the glory is his. Hallelujah. The glory is to the Lord Jesus Christ, God, hallelujah, Holy Spirit. To them be the glory. I'm a vessel. God, God just use me. Hallelujah. To speak to his people because he loves his people. Hallelujah. My God, my rock in whom I take refuge, my shield and, and hallelujah, and the horn of my salvation. Hallelujah. My stronghold, my refuge, my savior. You save me from violence. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. And I am saved from my enemies. That's what you need to say. When trouble comes, think about this verse. Second Samuel 22, 3, verse 4. Though I walk in the midst of the trouble, hallelujah, hallelujah, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies. And your right hand delivers me. Psalms 138, verse 7. Though I walk in the midst of trouble, hallelujah, you preserve my life. You stretch out your hand against the wrath of my enemies. Because God loves you, that's why. Because you had and you have a relationship with the Lord. Because you are his and because you are his child. So he rescued you, hallelujah. He's rescuing you to that trouble. He's going to make them disappear. Just have faith in the Lord. Trust in his holy Bible. Trust in his holy Bible word. You'll see. You're going to start seeing, hallelujah, the miracles of the Lord. The fear of the Lord leads to life. And whoever has it, rest satisfied. He will not be visited by harm. Hallelujah. Proverbs 19, 23. Fears. Not wanting to do something that is going to upset the Lord. Not wanting to do something that is going to make God not be pleased with you. Not wanting to do things that are going to accept God and not wanting to sin, not wanting to go towards the world because you fear the Lord. Hallelujah. But that fear of the Lord is going to lead you to life. Hallelujah. The living God. It says that in his word, Proverbs 19, verse 23. Go ahead and open your Bible. Proverbs 19, 23. And whoever has it, rest satisfied. Whoever has it, rest satisfied. He will not be visited by harm. Don't be afraid. Things on your way. Instead, fear the Lord and not wanting to hurt him. Not wanting to do things that are going to displease him. Please the Lord. Instead of I just please the Lord. Do things that are going to please the Lord. Loyalty. Hello, obedience, 
obedience, faith, faith, honor the Lord, holiness. These are things that God gets pleased, so happy. And you'll be satisfied. God is going to be satisfied. You're going to be satisfied. But no harm will visit you. No harm will visit you. You're not going to get hurt with whoever, with whatever, or with the law, or anything. You will not be visited by harm. And why do we have that fear for people that don't understand, friends that are listening, oh, but why are we should be afraid of the Lord? We should, you know, some uh, people are probably thinking uh, for those respectfully that don't understand um, that you might say, you know, but we should be afraid of the enemy, you know, the devil. You rebuke the devil. You ask the Lord, Jesus Christ, Father God, may the Lord Jesus Christ rebuke you, Satan, you and your demons. That's a different type of uh, uh, fear or dealing with. Fear the Lord. Fear the Lord is honoring the Lord. It's not wanting to do things that are going to that are not going to, uh, that are, that things, um, how can I explain this? Um, I wanted to hurt God, okay? But please, God, honoring God. Fear of not sinning, not wanting to go on sinning because you don't want to hurt Jesus that Jesus also has feelings. He made us with feelings. Remember, we are a creation with his own creation. He created us. We're like, also God has feelings. God, hallelujah, will not like when you go and deliberately sing. We avoid that, and of course, everyone sins. We all sin, and we ask God to forgive us from our sins through the blood of Jesus Christ in the name of the Lord, our Lord Jesus Christ, and thank you, Father God, for Jesus. Amen. Fear is we honor. We're afraid about doing something wrong or something so bad or something grave or something so simple that then... God is not going to like, God is going to be displeased, God is not going to be happy, and remember the consequences of sins, there's always consequences of sins, I'm going to say it like that, there are always consequences of sins. Oh, but we're just getting, we, we're getting hurt or we're getting lectured because of what we did. Consequences of sins are consequences, and depending on what we have done, and, and that is 
when uh, the enemy follow that bloodline and he goes and, and does what he needs to do because of whatever type of great sin, you know, you have, we have committed. And so we just want to stay away from that. We just, we, we want to please God and we want to be right with God. We want to stay away and ask God to help us to stay away from sin. Pleasing and satisfying God, hallelujah, the fear of the Lord is honoring him and staying away from what God does not like. Beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave it to the wrath of God. Romans 12, verse 19. For it is written, bangage is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. We are all, all of us, brothers and sisters, have been heard from someone or anyone have heard us in any matter, right? It could be small, could be medium, could be large. But whatever it is, we have been hurt by whom, right? Whoever that person is, is a human being, and we're Christians, we think, oh, I'm just going to give it to him or her, is how... He did it or she did it. But the word God tells us, never avenge yourself. Believe it to the rest of God, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, says the Lord. So you leave it up to the Lord, Romans 12, verse 19. Because God will do a better job than us. You leave it up to the Lord. And what you need to do is ask God to help you forgive that person and bless that person and, and, and ask God, hallelujah, to help you forgive that person. Where God tells us to pray for our enemies. Submit yourself, therefore, to God. Resist the devil and he will sleep from you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God is good. God is good. And Luke 6, 27, 28. But I say to you who hear, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who abuse you. But I say to you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, Matthew 5, uh, uh, 44. And then I was reading Luke 6, 27, verse 28. Then Matthew 5, 43, verse 44. You have heard that it was said, you should love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I think you love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you. See? So the word of God tells us what to do. 
also tells us what not to do, okay? Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you. Luke 6, 28. Proverbs 24, 16, 18. For the righteous falls seven times and, and rises again, but the wicked is, is strong, is stumble in times of calamity. Do not rejoice when your enemy falls. We should not rejoice when the enemy falls. Your enemy falls or my enemy falls, okay? And let not your your heart be glad. Don't be happy when he stumbles. Let the, let the Lord see it and be displeased and turn away his anger from him. Why well, we should not do it? Because God is going to remove whatever he have done or he's going to stop whatever he have done. And he's going to turn away. Let the Lord see it and be displeased. Be displeased. Remember what I was saying? We want to make the, the word of God tells us exactly what God wants from us and what God does not like from us. Uh-huh. Let the Lord see it and be displeased and turn away his anger from him. So we should do, we should not do, amen, and that's why we got to read the word of God. Thank you, Jesus, for letting us know. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. So. God wants us, hallelujah, he wants us to protect us from evil tonight. He wants us to stay in holiness, amen. He wants protection for us, and he always gives us protection from sickness, from all type of diseases. He protects us. We're also being tested, okay, Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials or or various kinds. That's the word of God in James 1, 2, verse 4. For you know that the testing of your faith produces a steadfastness, and let a steadfast have it its full effect, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in anything. Bless is the man who remains steadfast in the trial. Bless. Is the man who remains steadfast on the trial, James 1.12. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Hallelujah. So when you're going through that test and when you're going through that trial, praise the Lord. You know what? Remember this, this, this word. It says that he will receive the crown of life which God has promised to those who love him. You love the Lord, amen? And you love, you have to love the Lord through that trial. You have to love the Lord through that test. And it has to come from the heart. It's not force. Control. But just willingly that you're loving him no matter what. You're loving him through that difficult test, through that difficult trial that you're going through because you love him. Not because you expect something from him, because you love him. 
because you know that what you're going through, it is to change you, to purify you. God is doing an amazing thing in your life. And the Lord has allowed this. And yes, it is painful. Many of us have gone through trials and tests. I have gone through trials and tests. And I continue to go still. Just two weeks ago, I had a major test. I have, I've been through trials too. It happens all the time. But we have to love our Lord through that testing and through that trial. And also, we have to have faith through that testing and through that trial. Very important to have faith. That faith is when, boom, that trial and that test will go bye-bye. You have to have faith. And if you don't have it, ask for it. And you will receive it because it's asking right, like the word God says. Ask, and you shall receive. But ask right. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing bad at all. Asking God to empower your faith. Hallelujah. In fact, God is pleased. And God, hallelujah, is satisfied when you ask for faith. And don't be afraid of it to ask. Because it's for your own good. Because remember, without faith, it is impossible to to love God. So if we love God, we got to ask for that faith. If we don't have it, we got to ask for that faith. Why? Because we love God. We can't not live without Jesus, right? We can't live without Jesus. Without Jesus, we're, we're, we're nothing. Because we can't do our we can't do things without Jesus. He leads us. Hallelujah. Jesus is our hope. Jesus, hallelujah, is our Savior. He is the door, the door to heaven, the door to the Father. So without Jesus, we cannot live here on earth. Without Jesus, we cannot live nowhere. When our soul and our spirit gets out of his body, we cannot live without Jesus. We need Jesus. Even when our soul, when our spirit gets out of the body, we need Jesus. Amen? So through that trial and that test, praise the Lord. Yeah, I know it hurts. But always remember that he will receive, says the word God, you will receive the crown of life, James 1.12. The test He will receive the crown of life. Praise the living God, which God has promised to those who love him. What what can it, how can can this get better than this? This this, this is a great promise. This is a big, big promise. And a beautiful promise. Hallelujah. This is your, hallelujah, your your future to heaven. So it is okay to go to trial. We all, I have, I have been to trials. I have been to testing. 
And like I said, originally I just I just went through one major. Okay. We all go through trials and tribulations and testing. It happens. God also wants to see how strong is our faith, how 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 much faith we got. If we are relying on him, if we are believing in him, he wants to know through that test and trial how much you love him. Hallelujah. And we want to be faithful, just like Jesus is with us. And always remember, through that trial and testing, the Lord will never leave you or forsake you. That's what the word God says. He will never leave you or forsake you. So don't be anxious and don't worry about it because God is there with you and he's also seeing and watching you to see what you do and and, and please him. I'm not going to say try to please him, but please him. But it has to come from the heart. You say, Lord, hallelujah. Put a new heart in me. New spirit within me. Change me. Purify me. And God will do those things through that trial and that testing. And Lord, please give me more of your faith. I need you and I need more of that faith. It's, it's just not saying, you know, it's not only saying, God, I love you. A man does for a woman. When the man says, I love you to the woman, and I love you a lot, but then what happens that he only says it by words, by no actions. And you say, but wait a minute, he's saying that he loves me, but he doesn't come to see me. He does not want to spend time with me. He's not doing things for me more than I that I have done for him. I'm actually the one who's, you know, doing more things, and I'm always, you know, pleased him. But he is saying that he loves me, but he's just actually not doing it. Words, they don't matter, but action. So when we say we love God, hallelujah, we love God even though the trial is so painful and the testing is so painful, but we still praise him. We still adore him because no one can take or remove that love out of our heart. But we don't just go and say, but why God? Why this? And why that? And you become an enemy of God now because then you're not loving God there. In fact, you're hating, you're hating at that moment. You're hating God. And you just don't know. You don't want to be there. You don't want to do that. And that, if you are there, you, you need to say to the Lord, change me, Lord. Oh, Lord, change, put in me. Put in me a new heart and new spirit within me, Lord. Change me. Purify me, Lord Jesus. I don't want to have those thoughts. I know this is painful, 
And help me, though. Help me. Read the book of read Job, and you will understand. When you go to trials or testing, read the book of Job. Hallelujah, the story of Job. Excuse me. It is in the Bible. And it's a real story because everything in the Bible is true. Hallelujah. They're not, they're not stories. This is real. It is true what the Word of God says, and it was said. Many, in things that happened many years ago, loving God is spending time with him. Loving God is reading his word. Loving God is trusting in him. Loving God, hallelujah, is having faith in him. Loving God, hallelujah, is, is obeying him. Loving God is staying in holiness. Loving God is staying in righteousness. Loving God, those are actions. And those actions, they cost. It's very, it's, it's very difficult to do. But that is because you love them. See, that's, that's love. You just don't say, oh, I love you, Jesus. Lord, I love you so much. But what do you do? How, what is, how is your life doing? Are you spending time with the Lord? Are you reading the word of God? Are you obeying God? Are you trusting in his word? Now, that's a question for you to ask. And if you're there, ask the Lord. Be honest with the Lord and say, Lord, I want to love you, but with actions, please help me in those areas that I'm lacking, those areas that I am not doing well. Please help me. Help me to stop sinning. Help me, Lord Jesus, to stay away from the world if you're there. I'm not here to judge nobody. That's God's job. I'm just letting you know. I've been there too. And I'm a sinner too, my brothers and sisters and friends that are listening. So God, hallelujah, I'm just letting you know what God wants from you and what God does not like from us and what he wants from us. And when he through that testing, he, he's watching us. And through that test, either he will like it or not like it. What you did we should praise God through that pain. Deliverance comes immediately when you worship God through that pain because you're loving him through that pain. First Peter 4, 12, 19, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery trial when it comes upon you to test you, see? As thought something is strange were happening to you, but rejoice 
insofar as you share Christ's sufferings, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. If you are insulted for the name of Christ, you are blessed because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. But let none of you suffer as a murderer of a shift or an evildoer or as a meddler. Yet if anyone suffer as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. Praise God. Hallelujah. So that the test genuinely of your faith more precious than gold. The perish though it is tested by fire, says the word God, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. First Peter one seven. Don't feel guilty. Don't go hard on yourself when you go to testing or trials or say, Oh, this is happening to me because of this and this. No. In fact, praise the Lord, because we all have gone through testing and trials. Amen? So don't go hard on yourself and start thinking negative thoughts and why, you know, this is, why do I, I'm going through this because because of this or because of that. Remember that the word of God says in First Peter four twelve nineteen, beloved, do not be surprised at the fear of trial when it comes when it comes upon you to test you. The Lord allows this to test you. But the word of God says but rejoice, rejoice. First Peter four twelve nineteen. As you share Christ's suffering, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. And that is also when you're suffering suffering because of Christ. Hallelujah. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. caught uh, uh, Proverbs 3.26. For you, Psalm 66.10 you, O God, have tested us. Here's another word. Psalm 66, verse 10. For you, O God, have tested us. You have tried us as silver is tried. Hallelujah. He does it to test us. And when he tried us, as silver is tried. So the word of God tells us, fear not, for I am with you. And oh, and think like that when you're going through that trial or that testing. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with his righteous right hand. Amen. But he knows the way that I take, says the word God. Job 23.10. Read Job. Read the whole Job. Hallelujah, I shall come out as gold. But he knows the way that I take when he has tried me. 
I shall come out as gold. Praise the living God. Purifies us as gold. Praise be the name of the Lord. And that is for our own good. For you know that the testing of your faith produces a steadfastness. James 1.3. He said this to test him. For he himself knew what he will do. John 6.6. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And what does testing give you? Faith. And then produces a steadfastness. James 1.3. For you know that the testing of your faith produces a steadfastness. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast on the trial. See? We're blessed if we go to trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. Come in your heart. Lord, do I love you? Lord. I don't want to say just, I love you for, with my words. I mean it, and I want to say, and I want to do it with actions. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And always remember that without faith, it is impossible to please him. Hebrews 11, 6, for whoever will draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. God is going to reward you. You seek him, he's going to reward you. Hallelujah. Praise your name, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. So we have to trust God. Amen. When we see all, when we go through trials or testing, and uh, when the virus comes or any other um, diseases or problems or news or trapping with whatever it is, what's happening in the world, that the world is upside down, my brothers and sisters, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart, says the word of God, and do not lean on your own understanding. And then delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will act. He will bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as that noonday. Psalms 37, 4, 6, Romans 8, 28. And we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose, Psalms 9, 10. And those who know your name, they're trusting you. For you, O Lord, have not forsaken those who seek you, Psalms 28, verse 7. The Lord is my strength and my shield. In him my heart trusts. And I am helped. My heart exalts. And with my song, I give thanks to him. Proverbs, 6, Proverbs 3, 6, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your path. Joshua 1, 9, have I not commanded you be, to be strong and courageous? Do not be frightening and do not dismay, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Romans fifteen thirteen. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that 
By the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Praise the living God. Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and hope. Hallelujah. Praise God. Psalms 46, verse 10, Be still and know that I am God. I will exalt among the nations. I will, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Praise the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Matthew 6, 25. Therefore, I tell you, do not be anxious about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Is no life more than food and the body more than clothing? Praise God. Proverbs 3, 5, 6. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him again. And he will make straight your path. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Jeremiah 17, 7, verse 8. Whose trust is the Lord? He is like a tree planted by water that sends out his roots by the stream. And does not fear when that comes. For it leaves remain green. For it is its leaves remain green. And it's not ancient in the year or drought. For it does not cease to bear fruit. Hallelujah. Hebrews 13, 8, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Psalms 1, 12, 7, he's not afraid of bad news. His heart is firm trusting in the Lord, praise God. Isaiah 26, 3, you keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Psalms 37, verse 5, commit your way to the Lord, trust in him, and he will act. Isaiah 41, 10, fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Praise the living God. Mark 6, 36, but overhearing what they say, Jesus said to the ruler of the synagogue, do not fear, only believe, only believe. Hebrews 11, 6, and without faith it is impossible to please him. For those who will draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he reward those who seek him. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in men. Psalms 118, 8. Psalms 56, 3, when I am afraid, I put my trust in you. John 14, 1, let not your hearts be troubled. Believe in God. Believe also in me. Proverbs 29, 25, the fear of man lays a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is safe. Hallelujah. Romans 12, verse 19, beloved, never avenge yourself, but leave it, into, leave it to the wrath of God, for it is written, bankage is mine. I will repay this to the Lord. Psalms 37, 3, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land. And befriend faithfulness. Now, one seven, the Lord is good, a stronghold in the day of trouble. He knows those who take refuge in Him. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Psalms 91, 116, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my first strength, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the, uh, uh, nor, nor the arrow arrow that flies by day. Philippians 4.19, 
And my God will supply every need of your according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Again, Philippians 4.19. And my God will supply every need of yours according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. So let's trust in the Lord. Amen. Put your trust in Jesus and you'll see amazing things, miracles, hallelujah, and the impossible will be possible because you put your trust, hallelujah, in the Lord and not to be afraid because he is with you. So commit your work to the Lord and your plans will be established. That's the word of God in Proverbs 16 verse 3. Hallelujah. And James 1, 6, but let him ask in faith with no doubting for the one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid of, for the Lord is my strength and my song, and he has become my salvation. I say at 12, verse 2. Hallelujah. Oh, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my distress, my God in whom I trust, Psalms 91, 1, 2. And there's so many, so many more. And my brothers and sisters, so we have to hallelujah. Remember, stay in holiness. The God, hallelujah, trust in God that he will protect you from evil. God will protect you from any disease, from sickness. Hallelujah. And if you're, if you're going to testing, through testing, excuse me, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. And praise the Lord. Amen. And pray for your enemies. Pray for whatever circumstance you're going through. And God is going, hallelujah, to make that problem disappear. What he needs from you is faith. What he needs from you is, hallelujah, worship. What he needs from you is that you love him even though in the, through the storm. God wants to see and he wants to know how much you love him through the storm. And how much do you believe in him? How much do you trust in him? And the results of that, hallelujah, then God will do his will, his will in your life. So let's be wise, let's be thankful and grateful, not because if I don't do that, I'm not going to get what I want. No, it's because we love him. It's because he's a good God and because he gave his life for us. He paid us. Biggest price doesn't even have a, 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 a it's, 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 
is is so big what Jesus did for you and me. And we should be thankful. What we have gone through or what we're going through, it doesn't even get close to what the Lord did for you and for me. And that is why we we have to love them through the testing and through the trials. We have to show him that we love him through. Hallelujah. Through the worship. Preaching. Through faith. Through obedience. Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. So God can help us. And God can help us. Hallelujah. All of us. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Father God, in the mighty name of Yeshua Mashiach. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord, to obey you and to trust in you and to put our trust in you. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, touch your people tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord, touch your people tonight, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. That's your people to my Holy Spirit. Minister to your people to my Jesus. Give to your people according to your needs. According, Lord Jesus, to their needs. And according to your will, Lord Jesus. Let your will be done in their life, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, my God. You are a great God, Lord Jesus. Yes, my God. Praise be the name of you. Oh, Lord Jesus. Through our tests and our trials, Lord. Give us, Lord Jesus, a strength, Lord Jesus. Give us faith, Lord Jesus. And the power of faith. Let the Lord know 
Hallelujah. To empower your faith. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We are worthy, Jesus. We are worthy, Jesus. We people. That's all, Jesus. Help everyone who's listening to those hours. Bring people to you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You are faithful, Lord. You are faithful, Jesus. Help us to be faithful, Lord. Help us to. Walk in righteousness, Lord Jesus, and in holiness. Help us to stay right with you until the last second of the rapture, Lord Jesus. Provide for your people in the Thank you, Lord, for doing it. Thank you for helping us. Hallelujah. Give your people peace. Your peace, Lord Jesus. Give your peace, Lord Jesus. Give us joy, please, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Strengthen us, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, I should be the tonight. I should be the tonight. I thank you for that moment. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord. Yes. And so we have to always remember, Lord Jesus, that you are loving and faithful. And we have to do the same, Lord. We have to stay faithful and to love you until the end, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, praise be the name of the Lord. And my brothers and sisters, hallelujah. May God bless you. Hallelujah. And always keep looking up because the king, hallelujah, is coming back. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. All the glory and the honor to you, Jesus. Holy Spirit of God, hallelujah. All the honor and the glory to you. Holy Spirit of God, in Jesus, hallelujah. Thank you, Father God, for Jesus. Thank you so much, hallelujah, for the Holy Spirit also. We love you and we worship you. No matter, hallelujah, let him know no matter what we're going through. No matter the circumstances, Lord, because we have placed and we have put our trust in you. And your word says, hallelujah. 
that you will never leave us and neither forsake us. Hallelujah. You are holding us in with your right hand. Hallelujah. We thank you for that, Jesus. And help us, Lord, to continue to stay right with you until the end, until you call us home, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. And thank you, Lord, for the crown of life. Thank you, Lord, for having our names put in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus. Thank him. And just say, save us, friends that are listening. Give your life to Jesus. Say, Lord, I am sorry, Jesus, for all I repent from all type and kind of sins that I committed against you since the day that I was born until now. Hallelujah. In the mighty name of Jesus, cleanse me from all unrighteousness. And keep me clean, Lord Jesus. And I accept you into my heart. I believe that you are, hallelujah, the son of God. I thank you, Jesus, for giving your life for me because of what you did. I am saved, hallelujah. I I have salvation, hallelujah. I'm going to heaven, let them know, because you gave your life, hallelujah, for me. Thank you so much for doing it, Lord. Thank you for your for, for that blood that you you shed on that cross. I thank you, Lord. And now, Lord Jesus, save me and put my name in the book of life. Tell them, Jesus, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for ministering to your people tonight. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for ministering to your people tonight. Thank you, Father God. To them, hallelujah, be the glory, God, the Father, the Son, and Holy Spirit. In the mighty name of Yeshua HaMashiach, and may God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom, my brothers and sisters. Until next time, and keep looking up because the king is coming back. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. Thank you, Jesus. May God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Shalom, shalom.
Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome to God's Healer 7 Channel. I'm Sister Barbara, and I have a prophecy I'd like to share with you today. Uh, you can join me. I'm going to be in the New King James Version Study Bible. I'm going to be in the book of Exodus, uh, chapter 20, verse 25. So look at the Lamanda Um Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. Thank you, mighty Lord, mighty God, mighty Jesus. Mighty Yeshua, mighty Jehoshua. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, God. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you, Yeshua. We thank you, Jehoshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, mighty Lord. Thank you, mighty God. Thank you, mighty Yeshua. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. I hope everyone can hear me fine tonight. Thank you, Lord. I have to make some uh, changes. Let me check, make sure they can hear me fine. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I'm here with Brother Tony. Amen. Hallelujah. We just had some uh, inconvenience. Amen. But as long as they can click on the link that I provided, they should uh, be able to hear us uh, fine. Thank you, Lord. I, I will keep uh, everyone. Thank you, Lord, uh, up to date with the link for people to click and, and follow. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. For those that can hear us, amen, they can click the link. Amen. Praise you, God. <laughs> uh, thank you, Lord. The sound may sound a little bit different, but it's still us. It's still us here. We're still here. We're not raptured yet. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Lord. Praise you, God. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. It's, it really sounds good. Amen. I, I, I could be doing the Lord's Hour here, too, but it's just that it's, just the, 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 it's different than, than Black Talk, so that's why I had chosen to do it on, 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 on Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. And 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 blocked us, but you know, Amen. I don't think Spreaker has a chat room. They usually just have a a, a console for you to transmit. But I don't think they have a a, a a chat room. I think that's what is missing with them. And that and the, but then they want you also to use for uh, Hallelujah, um, Facebook. Okay, they want you to use Facebook. 
Amen. But no, okay, it can be either way. They can listen either way. You can, we can shout here on Block Talk, and then we, you can listen on Spreaker. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, well, let's, let's do it. I'm here with Brother Tony. Go ahead, Brother Tony. Yeah, shalom. God bless you. And the Lord is good, and uh, He has a word for us tonight, and uh, He is good. He is good, and He is with us, and, and I believe His presence is here, and, and He's going to minister to all of us. Yes, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. I got to keep posting the link because I know there are people, hallelujah, that will, thank you, Lord, uh, that will be thanking, hallelujah, praise the Lord, wondering how come, you know, uh, they cannot listen to the program. But hopefully uh, we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep posting the link. Amen. Thank you, Lord. We pray, Lord Jesus, that tonight, Lord, you will give us the word to speak your message, Lord, to your people, Lord. Bring your message, bring your revelation, Lord, where you will speak with us, Lord. You will minister to our life, and you will prepare us for what is coming, Lord. In Jesus' name, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Give us the word, Lord Jesus. Give us the word. We need you to speak to us, Lord. We need you to minister to our Lord. You know, Lord, every heart, every mind. Thank you, Lord. You know the situation, Lord. You are in control. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. What an awesome God we serve. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Praise you, God. Praise you, Yeshua. Praise you, Jehoshua. I received two mighty revelations this week, and I can understand why all this is happening. Because, uh, hallelujah, it's one of the CERN is in New York, Black Talk is in New York, and it's all kind of neighbors with one another. So the, 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 the fallen ones are not happy for this. So I imagine that they will do everything they can to try to block this revelation. It's in their interest to do so. Amen. So praise you, Jesus. But we serve a mighty God, an awesome God, who, who is definitely in control who will give us the victory through all this. Amen. We just need to trust him and know that he is in control and he's going to give us the victory through it. Praise to God. Praise to Jesus. Before I go into the revelation of God, I want to go into the word. The title is Sincere Repenting. Sincere Repenting is the title. The Lord spoke to me to tell them, hallelujah, to repent sincerely. Uh, to do sincere repenting, he says. Amen. And from the Lord lips to me writing it down. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Sincere repenting is what the Lord wants. Amen. There's a story in Second Kings 22, 18 to 20, where it was a word, a prophet, I believe, was sent to the king of Judah. And, and the prophet said, but to the king of Judah, God said to, God sends the prophet, and the message is, but to the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of the Lord, thou say, say, uh, shall say to him, thou sayest the Lord God of Israel, concerning the word which thou hast heard, because thy heart has been tender, and thou shalt, thou shalt humble thyself before the Lord, when thou heardest what I spoke against this place, and against the inhabitants thereof, that they should become a desolation, a curse, and have rent thy clothes, and wept before me. 
I also have heard thee, saith the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Because when we humble ourselves, God heals us. My brother and my sister, behold, therefore, I will gather thee unto thy father, and thou shalt be gathered unto thy grave in peace, and thine eyes shall not see all the evil which I will bring upon this place. And I, they brought the king the word against. Again, thank you, God, for this word. My brother, my sister, thank you, Jesus. This week, hallelujah, has been so, so much, so, so much, my brother and sister. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And if, if the audio, any problem with the audio, please let us know. Uh, those that are listening, because we're not listening here, my brother and sister, I know there's so many people listening. Let us know in the chat room any problem with the audio. Praise you, Lord. So we can, hallelujah, if it's too strong, too noisy, anything that, that, that is, amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Yeshua. The Lord has been so grateful and so merciful to me as he has been with each and one of us. For sure, how can anyone complain of the grace of God and the love that he has for each and one of us, my brother and my sisters? Can anyone complain, my brother and sisters? Can, can anyone say God has not been merciful to me or God has not been grateful to me because he has, my brother and sisters? He has been merciful. He has been grateful to each and one of us. And it's not, hallelujah, for anyone to complain or say any different because His love, His mercy, hallelujah, His grace. His grace is sufficient. His love is agape and His mercy endures forever. Amen. Thank you, Lord. He took me this week to hell and showed me Remember when I shared here on the Lord's Hour, uh, the week before, that I was there, I heard my mom's voice, I didn't want to turn around. But then I turned around and I, and I saw her. This time I told the Lord, I saw the Lord in prayer, yes, Lord, I will see whatever, whosoever and whatever you want me to see, I will see. So I saw my mom, she was sharing the gospel with people in hell, there were so many people here from the U.S., they were complaining how hard and how difficult it is for them. My brother and sister, there are verses in the Bible, hallelujah, uh, about going to hell alive, my brother and sister. And let me see if I can find one in some, because I know that there's a lot of questions from people. Amen. And so we, we always want to, whenever, whenever, it's not, this message is not about this tonight, but whenever we share the word, we have, hallelujah, Let, we, let's look it up in the Bible. Uh, it says that, um, thank you, Lord, in Psalm 55, 15, let's, let, let death cease upon them. That's when God turns them to death, like he's done with the people with COVID by seeing. Let them go down alive into hell, for wickedness is in their dwelling and among them. My brothers and sisters. And there's another verse in Isaiah, I believe it is, that they have made their, their pact to deal with death. Okay, so this is why I believe that, that they go to hell alive when they take the by sin. 
I saw the people there, they're terrible. They cannot order pizza anymore. They cannot take a shower. There's no electricity. My brother and sister, it's very, it's very difficult for them. And they're wondering when are they going to get out. But what I heard them saying, how angry they are at their government, and how they believe in the Constitution and trust it on the government, and I heard them saying that the government failed them, lied to them, is the word. The government lied to them, is the word they were saying. They were using them, that they trusted them, and how can they do this to them, they were saying. So my brother and sister clearly, clearly tells you how the enemy used their government to, the, to mislead these people through the Bicene. And now they know they've been deceived. Jesus said in Matthew 24, Be ye not deceived. One of his first message in Matthew 24 to the disciple, before he talks about the signs, and the signs and wondering that will come in the last days, he says, Be ye not deceived. So it's important that we are not deceived, that we don't let the enemy deceive us. And that's basically what these people that have gone to hell are life, like it says in Psalm 55:15, they've been deceived. Let their seed upon them, let them go down a life into hell, and, and for wickedness is in their dwelling and among them. And that's the reason they went down alive, because there was wickedness in, in their dwelling and their lives, among them and their lives, so my brother and sister. They have sin, unrepented, unconfessed sin in their life that God for years after years sends his prophet to tell them to repent, but they refuse. They mock the prophet. Okay? They, 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 they mock the prophet. They write against God's prophet. And look what they are now. And I don't laugh at the calamity because who are we to judge anyone? It is terrible, the situation. It broke my heart. To see them in this situation. The Lord has to minister to me. When the Lord was taking me out. Death and, and hell. Hell was angry. And then combined try to stop me from coming out. And the Lord easily broke through the power and got me out of there. They could not stop the Lord out of. And the Lord ministered to me. Because you know it will be too hard for me. To see what I saw, to hear what I saw, but oh glory be unto God. Because then he has something great to show me afterward. And it was this morning. I was going to Nashville, Tennessee this week, this weekend. And I said, Lord, would you give me a revelation there? And the Lord said, yes, in prayer to me. So I was kind of excited. I knew that the revelation, he let me know it would be a golden revelation, a good one. Gold is good in the regard that is valuable. He let me know, so I, I got excited for that. I was looking forward to that revelation that he said he would give me, which is the one I'm going to share tonight. I know it will encourage people in one way, those that are looking forward to the coming of Jesus, my brother and sister. Hallelujah. But it's not the will of God that anyone will perish. You need to understand that. He doesn't want anyone to perish. But in this revelation, I'm going to read Philippians 1.10. The Lord spoke to me about sincere repenting. Sincere repenting, Jesus said. Philippians 1.10, that ye may be approved things that are excellent, that ye may be sincere without offense unto the day of Christ. There is a day of Christ approaching. 
coming quickly. And God wants us to be ready for it. And the only way we're going to be ready is through sincere repenting. My brother and sister, there's no other way possible that we can be ready for the coming of Jesus, for what the Lord is going to do after the three days of darkness. So during the three days of darkness, in the glorious power of God that's going to be manifested on this earth after the three days of darkness. It's going to be a glorious, glorious power of God manifested on this earth like many cannot even imagine. Mighty God, Almighty God, is going to manifest His power to His children as He has promised us. And we are looking forward to that. And it's closer, it's closer than one anyone thinks, including me. This manifestation of the power of God is closer than what anyone thinks. We were listening to this brother who, whose title is, uh, his, his, his page on YouTube is Last Day. Yeah, Last Day's Channel. Last Day's Channel. And he talks about that, that revelation, the revival that is about to come. Where he saw the move of God on the earth like never seen before. Thank you, Lord, for that. It's coming. It is coming, and it is close. My brother and sister. And this revelation, I was taking, before, before I was taken to the three days of darkness, before the three days of darkness began to commence, hallelujah, I, was, I could hear the media, a mighty earthquake, according to the media, Fox News and CNN and them, NBC, CNBC, all the channel was reporting on a mighty earthquake that hit the United States. And they were talking about California. The California will be unrecognizable. My brother insisted. But that other state, they were saying, will, will highly be affected also. That they, without any, they would without any power, without any electricity. And that the outcome of this will for sure will have great consequences on, all, on every other state, on our nation. That's what the, they were reporting. It's like I could hear several channels speaking about these things at the same time. And what I did not realize was I was in my glorified body after the three days of darkness. My brother and my sister. In this revelation, I was in my glorified body. And the Lord, in my glorified body after the three days of darkness, took me before. The Lord, see, the Lord can do anything. He's a total in control of time and season and everything. And he had me go back. He took me back for me to hear what, what happened that took us to where we were. To the mighty judgment of that earthquake that we have heard for so long now. How happening in this revelation, which I know is close to happen. And I can hear the media talking about it. And I believe, you know how usually they have helicopter over, the media helicopter over, over California. And they were trying to put the, the, the information, piece, piece the information together. Uh, how much they've been destroyed. And they couldn't. They just said it was too much destruction. That California, according to them, was unrecognizable. And I'm glad the Lord did not let me see California and their destruction. But much just hear the media and forum and all that. Hallelujah. I believe the earthquake had hit 
the, before the three days of darkness. That's how the Lord showed it to me, and that's how I understand it for you according to the revelation of the Lord. So it was like another confirmation, him showing me that the three days of the, the, the earthquake in California is going to happen, as he said to me in that three, uh, three uh, signs video. Okay? It's going to happen before the three days of darkness. Let me, let me, hallelujah. Uh, Brother Miguel, uh, t can someone tell Brother Miguel to click on the, on the link to listen? He just joins in and he doesn't know. My bro please help those that are joining in the chat room that don't know to follow the link to listen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Let me see if I can give him some time. Praise the Lord. Let's be patient with our brothers and sisters. Amen. That are logging in. Thank you, Lord. I'll, I'll try to praise you, Jesus. Give him the link so he can hear. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Yeshua. Praise you, Jehoshua. you got to explain to them to follow the link. It's the only way. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Yeshua. Thank you, Jehoshua. So in this revelation this morning, um, I can hear all the media channel reporting. I had my full brain, and I had no problem listening to all the channels at the same time. Like they can all report at the same time, and I can hear all of them at the same time without any problem. They can all be having a different conversation, and I could understand all the conversation at the same time. In your glorified body, wait until you are in your glorified body. You'll be like, what? It's like your limitless, like the, the one of the movies, limitless. What's the name of that movie? It was a limitless, so what he could understand. That he took a pill and then he could... Limitless, I think it's called, no? Limitless in life. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So kind of like that in a glorified body. We can, hallelujah, hear, smell, see beyond what anyone down here can. Beyond. Like several people combined. It's incredible. Amen. Limitless. Amen. So think about it. I can hear all the television channels and even see all the television channels at the same time without any problem. Without any problem. Thank you, Lord. So it was all about the earthquake in California that had just hit America again before the three days of darkness. Then the Lord, br br hallelujah, brought me through the three days of darkness, sent me down, and allowed me to go through a different state, different city, and even different country. I was moving in second through every different state. What was I doing? I was looking for brothers and sisters that would, be, would make it to the three days of darkness in my own thinking. I was thinking, Shalom Brother Miguel, a certain brothers and sisters that I believe they were ready to make it to the three days of darkness. So the Lord allowed me, my glorified body this morning, to move to a different city in second. I began to go to major city around the United States within second to looking for brothers and sisters that have made it through the three days of darkness. And I was having a hard time finding them. I went to a major city that were empty. 
I went to town and city that were empty. I went through homes, family homes, looking for people. And the family home were empty. They didn't make it to the three days of darkness. Okay? And I'm going to explain myself here. If people are saved by grace through receiving Christ as the Lord and Savior, if they don't make it to the three days of darkness, he either took them home or to the valleys. He either saved them, my brother and sister. But if they're not ready to make it, and the Lord Jesus spoke to me about this, and I'm going to tell you what Jesus said to me this morning. Because the Lord came to me to speak to me about it, my brother and my sister. It was, so, it was so touching and impacting to me that after I checked the United States for brothers and sisters that I was hoping would make it to the three days of darkness, the city were empty, the street were empty, the air where birds should have been flying, they were gone. I cannot see dogs or cats or animals. I'm looking around to see if I see what animal made it to the three days of darkness. I cannot find a single cat or a single dog or a single bird. And I'm moving around real quickly in the spirit. I mean the physical, but in my glorified body. I was moving very quickly, my brother and my sister, that I could not find my brother and sister. And thank you, Lord. Then I decided, you know what, I'm going to go to country of people that listen to me on the Lord's Hour to see if they made it. And I'm looking for the brothers and sisters until I finally said, you know, what happened? And the Lord brought me back. And then Jesus came. And he began to explain something to me very, very important that is in the Word of God. And I'm going to give it to you this way. Without holiness... No one will see the Lord. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Simple, period. Okay? Now, the Lord began to explain to me, as he has said to me before, if people are not repenting sincere, he showed me a lot of people repenting. A lot of people repenting. But he says to me, they're not sincere. Okay, very, very, very few are sincere. Then he used a couple of brothers that I know in the Lord. Okay, and I keep that to myself with them. Who the Lord said, look at your brothers who are repenting sincerely. Okay, because the Lord says to me, they have changed their life. Look at your brother, how they seek me. I want everybody else to be to do the same as they are doing, as they are repenting, as they are seeking me. I want them to do the same like them, the Lord says to me. Hallelujah. Because without sincere repenting, they're not going to make it to the three days of darkness. They will not be allowed to make it through. And I was shocked. You know, it's, yes, it's in the Word of God. Yes, we know it's in the Word of God. My brothers and sisters, we know. We know it's in the Word of God. We have read it so many times. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hebrews twelve fourteen. Follow peace with all men and holiness. 
without which no man should see the Lord. The Lord comes to the earth after the three days of darkness. We're supposed to see him. We're supposed to encounter him. My brother and sister, he is coming. How are we going to see him without any holiness? How? He says that if we are not committed to sincere repenting, we will not make it to the three days of darkness. Very, very, very clear. And he showed me. My brother and sister, he allowed me to see. He allowed me to run like a crazy, like a chicken without a head. I was going around, running around. I was inspecting. I was checking. I'm looking for this person. I'm looking for that other person. Did they not make it? To the three days of darkness. My brother insisted. So you may wonder tonight, say, Brother Elvi, then why do you see millions and even billion people to the three days of darkness on the earth? Millions and billions are going to get out, are going to come out of the tomb to the earth for the revival. Because God is clear that the dead in Christ will rise again. We were reading a verse earlier. Thank you, Lord. Remember that verse, uh, um, Brother Tony? We will, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, God. Thank you, Yeshua. Hallelujah. Let me see if I can, hallelujah, find that verse. Because, hallelujah, the dead in Christ are going to be risen. They're coming back again. And it's before the rapture, the pasture. That they're coming again after the three days of darkness. Hallelujah. After the three days of darkness, there comes the raising of the dead, and then the revival comes. Praise the Lord. Here at John 6:39, and this is the Father's will who has sent me, that all which He has given me, I should lose nothing. But she raise up again on the last days. Why did the Lord need to raise him up again? Okay? Why do they need to be raised again? My brother and sister. Thank you, Lord. I'm having trouble copying and pasting here. Why did the, the Lord need to raise him again? Because they were dead. They were dead. They were dead. Okay? In Christ. But sleeping in Christ is the word. But to give you an idea. Okay? They were buried. They need to be risen again. That's the first resurrection. The resurrection of the dead. Okay? But to raise again in the last days. Look when, not during the Great Tribulation, not after the Great Tribulation. This is the first resurrection before the Great Tribulation, before the revival. The promise of God is to raise them again. And that was John. Let me, I got to make sure I give these Bible verses because I know people have questions and nothing better to explain things through the Word of God or by the Word of God. This is no, we're not playing a guessing game here. We're standing on the word of God. That's what that is. John 6:39. Okay? 
He will raise them again in the last days. My brother and sister. After the three days of darkness, there's going to be a resurrection of the dead. Now, when you go to 1 Thessalonians again, 1 Thessalonians, if you got any verse, Brother Tony, go ahead and read it. Say, I believe it's verse 15. I'm going to let you go read this one, Brother Tony. Okay, yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. Uh, so you can start on searching, I think it is. Okay, yeah. It says, uh, but I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so will God bring with him those also who sleep in Jesus. For this we say unto you, by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain unto the coming of the Lord shall not proceed those who, who are asleep. Notice, yeah. notice, notice how he keeps talking about sleep, sleep, sleep. Yeah. You know, because it's important that we 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 can we can tell from those that are asleep, from those uh, uh, that are coming back again. Jesus is the first from the resurrection, the first, amen, okay? And then those that are resurrected are resurrected in Christ with him, and we will write with him, Paul says. Okay, going deeper if you want to go deeper, yeah. you know, we're resurrected with him, and we will reign with him, and we will stay with him, okay, forever. Thank you, Lord. So, uh, first resurrection, him being the first from the dead. My brothers and sisters, first from the dead, and then first resurrection. The Bible is very specific about these events, and that's going to come right after, it's after the, I say right, but it's after the, the three days of darkness. Each event will have a manifestation in its own time, own timing. My brother and my sister. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And I know some churches have taught this differently. In which I know that's why a lot of people have questions. But again, I say it the way the Lord showed it to me. You know, which I know is biblical also. I know it's biblical also. But I know a lot of people, because I heard it differently from other teachings. Even from my previous church. They had a different idea, but it's not the same when you hear from the Lord than when you hear from men. And a lot of people keep taking what God says and comparing it to what men say. And that is wrong. It's the other way around. What men said, you, you compare it to what the Lord says, and you take what the Lord says first. Because a lot of people take it the other way. Like if I'm talking about this, and it doesn't make sense because their pastor taught them something different, they won't agree. They'll say, no, I'll listen another day. You know, you got it. And then everything we say here, take it in prayer with the Lord. We always say that too. And I know some pastors are sincere, and they also say, look, look, you listen to my teaching for years, take it before the Lord in prayer, but a lot of people don't do it. They assume the pastor, the pastor correct. But even the pastor tells people to take it in prayer with the Lord because men make mistakes, you know. So again, when it comes from the Lord, it's totally different than anything what people say. So he showed me the earthquake of California. Then the three days of darkness. My brother and my sister. And the three days of darkness, this time, the way he showed it to me, it was different than what I've seen them before. It's still the three days of darkness, still the same event. 
but this time I saw like like a like a I have a filter that is called three I think it's three level filter. What is it? Three let me see, three level filter or, or filtration. Okay? And I'm gonna compare it to this just to give you an idea of what I'm talking about because some people will be like, oh, what is he talking about? Okay? Some filter have a, a three event filtration filter. Okay? And that's how he showed me the three days of darkness. To me. That's what it seemed to me in the spirit when he showed it to me this time. Okay? The Lord's been talking about a, a cleansing coming upon the earth. I'll give you an example. Uh, uh, God spoke years ago, over 10 years ago, to Brother Larry. And he told Brother Larry that in the last day he will remove the wicked from the earth, the, the demon in human body. The wicked. Okay? That the time will come when that would happen. And so he was talking about the three days of darkness. Three days of darkness... When God told Moses and the people back in Egypt to put the blood in the post of the homes, in the entrance of the homes, the angel of death came by. When he saw it, he went straight. He didn't stop. He didn't went in. He could not. He was not allowed to. When these demons are released that are going to be going around, when they see the blood of Jesus in our life with a sincere repenting and the blood cleansing us, they're going to see the blood of Jesus in us, in our lives. And they're going to go straight. They're not going to enter our homes. They're not going to enter our lives. They're not going to try. Because they know there will be angels protecting us. The Lord will be protecting us. My brother and my sister. So the way he showed me the three days of darkness this time. It's like a three advanced filtration system. Three days from which it's going to pass humanity through. And he says that the people, Jesus says to me, that are not repenting, even if they're not repenting and not being sincere, they will not make it. If they're not repenting, they're not making. If they have any sin, they will not make it. If they're wicked and evil, they will not make it. Okay? My brother and sister. And he says that this, this has been his, God's plan since the foundation of the earth. And when he said this to me, that this was God's plan since the foundation of the earth, I looked up some verses in regard to that because that really caught my attention. Okay? Ephesians 1 4. He had chosen nothing in him before the foundation of the world. That we should be holy and without blame before him and love. My brother and sister. Love which is put in our hearts through the Holy Spirit. And it is in our hearts. It is in our lives. But his chosen that was before the foundation of the earth. So that testified the plan of God. 1 Peter 1.20, who verily was foreordained before the foundation of the world, but was manifested in the last time for you. Look when he, were, when he was ordained to do this by Father. Okay? According to Peter 1.20, before the foundation of the earth. My brother, none of, this, this, none of the, the things that are going to happen in the three days of darkness are new. Our plan in the last days. It was before the last days. It was before the earth was made. This has been the plan of God. Brother, give us a solid, a solid Bible verse that will testify what you're saying. And I give you Genesis 1, 
He separated darkness from the light. He took whatever was evil and moved it away from the light and, and kept the light holy, pure, separated. That's exactly what he's going to do with each and one of us. Father did that. He did that in the times of Noah. He allowed all the fallen angel to eat and kill the people. If you don't believe me, uh, read the book of Enoch. What did the fallen angel what did, what did with the people? Have you read the book of Enoch? Have you heard it? Uh, yeah, well, I didn't, I didn't read it. I, I listened to it on YouTube. And what did they do? Uh, well, I didn't, I didn't hear it all. But he did talk a lot about those, uh, you know, a lot about the fallen angels and, and uh, a lot about the life of Enoch. They kill the people and they ate their blood. They slaughter they begin to slaughter humanity to the point where the angel of God had to cry out to God in heaven and ask God to intervene. Or there will be nothing left. And again, in the last days, these things are gonna happen similar. Now if you don't believe in the book of Enoch, I respect your belief, but now let's say Genesis uh, Noah and his family everybody else was killed and God separated Noah light, his sons and daughter light from all the darkness that all the people that were around them put them in the ark and destroy the rest that's how God deal with darkness and that's how he's going to deal in the three days of darkness and the times of Lot he did the same he did the same he ordered Lot and his two daughters and, and wife to get out Told him not to look back. His wife looked back. She turned into a pillar of salt. Dead right away. My brother and sister. Similar to those in the three days of darkness. They're told to be unrepentant, to be seeking God. And if they're not, just like Lot's wife, they're not going to make it. They're not going to make it. My brother and my sister. Hard situations are coming on the earth from, from God who want to save humanity. Jesus was praying and interceding for people to say, to, to come to him. As the Lord was speaking, I was listening to him. He explained to me that nothing evil, nothing was sin will ever enter. Every time the Lord talks about these things, there's something that comes to mind to me. It's Revelation. My brother and sister. Revelation 22. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Yeshua. Let me go there. And he said unto me, Seal not the saying of the prophecy of this book, for the time is at hand. Then he says, He that is unjust, let him be unjust. He that is filthy, let him be filthy still. He that is righteous, let him be righteous still. He that is holy, let him be holy still. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I think, it might, I think it's 22. Praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. God, hallelujah, is very serious. Very serious. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise to God. There shall, there shall no, in, no in, in Revelation 21, 27, okay? And there shall no, show and no wise enter into it. Wise. Hallelujah. Yeah, and there shall no wise enter into it anything that defileth, 
Neither whatsoever worketh abomination, or maketh a lie, but only they that are written in the Lamb's book of life. So there is a condition for the New Jerusalem, which is similar to what the Lord was talking about. My brother and my sister, nothing evil, nothing sinful, or sinning, no one sinning, currently without repenting. He gave me an example of repenting, the Lord did. As he was standing in front of me, speaking to me about these things, he told me that, hallelujah, no one was sin who's not repenting, who's not doing sincere repenting, he says. He used the word sincere. Commit to sincere repenting, my brother and my sister. Which to me was like, wow, sincere repenting. We talked about sincere repenting for years. But for the Lord to bring that back and explain it that way, I thought it was very strong of him, very powerful. My brother and sister, without sincere repenting, they will not make it to the three days of darkness. My brother and sister. Again, I saw three days of darkness like, like a three-level filter. Okay, frustration system that in order to make it through that, there cannot be any sin in our life. God has established because in the beginning, he separated darkness from light. My brother and sister, he did not allow... Okay? The darkness. Auto. Thank you, Lord. Because it cannot be there. Thank you, Lord. Let it be light, and it was light. God saw that the light was good. God divided the light from the darkness. Okay? And you hear all the time people saying, God is not a God of division. God is not a God of division. Okay? You hear that? How many, for many years you heard that, that God is not a God of division? Okay? But the Bible says that God divided the light from the darkness. Okay? God will remove from his people what is not of his. Okay? That's division. Okay? But his division is for multiplication. Not the division of the world. Okay? The division of the world is to eliminate. The vision of the God is if we remove the wicked and the evil, then his people can be blessed, hallelujah, and be multiplied, as he told Adam and Eve in the garden. It is to bless us that he'll remove the evil from the earth. My brother and my sister. So it's a blessing to us what God has in plan and in store for them that love him. The Bible says. So God saw that the light was good to his people, and God divided the light from the darkness. Which is, it, it is appointing to the rapture. He takes the light, his people off from the earth to heaven. And heaven is also light. So that he's not taking them to darkness, he's taking them to light. He's removing them from the darkness. But in the three days of, of darkness, he is bringing an end to, to all these sinful people, generation. And I listened to this brother who's talking about three days of darkness. He's saying how... God it will put His Spirit. But the Lord spoke to me about putting His Spirit upon our flesh last week. And He says to me, You people say on the earth that I pour my Spirit upon our flesh on the day of Pentecost. And He said, Not so. Read my word. Not so. Read my word. And I was stunned for a minute. So I went and read His word. He says, my spirit was poured upon 120. 
And Peter stood up with the twelve and told them to repent. Okay? The, the Spirit of God was not poured upon sinful men. Like a lot of people want God to do it now. They're wrong. God has to remove sinful men if they are refusing to repent. And then put His Spirit upon those that are repenting. Because He did it on the Pentecost days. He says that a lot of people are preaching and saying that God put His Spirit upon the flesh. And He said it was not so. He only put His Spirit on the 120. And then after people, Peter told them to repent, and they received the Lord and repent, and then he poured his spirit upon them. But it was not as a BMB and preaching the last days. And you hear a lot of preachers say, Oh, God put his spirit, poured his spirit upon no flesh in the day of Pentecost. That is wrong. He told me that was wrong. That was wrong. He only put his spirit upon 120, he says. My brother, my sister. So again to me it was mind blowing. But it's true. He said, go to my word and read my word, he says. And when I went to the Bible, it's exactly what I saw. 120, the Holy Spirit of God came to the 120. The rest of the people did not receive the Holy Spirit until they repented. They were called to repent. And this is the thing now. A lot of people are waiting for the revival. But how is God going to put a spirit upon them in sin? With an unrepenting heart. How do they want God to do so? God doesn't share His glory with men, my brother and sister. God wants to put His Spirit on those that are repenting, that are sincerely repenting and seeking Him, not on sinful men who are refusing to repent. No. Darkness will be removed, and life will stand. Hallelujah. The, the meek will inherit the earth, the Bible says, not the wicked. The meek will. Those that are serving God, that are seeking God with all their heart and all their mind, and they are not leaning on their own understanding. He's been very clear. The Lord said, go tell them to sincerely repent, he says. Go tell them to sincerely repent. And I'm here to tell you to sincerely repent. If you want to make it to a three days of darkness, you need to sincerely repent with God. Sincerely. Don't make excuse for it. Sincerely repent is what he wants. Ask the Lord to help you. Whatever you're struggling with, whatever sin you're struggling with, ask Jesus to help you. But sincerely repent before the Lord, my brother and sister. Now, hallelujah, I didn't see children after the three days of darkness. The Lord's going to take them home. As I heard a prophecy, then I, I, I saw with my own eyes this morning, there were no children after the three days of darkness. They were all gone. My children were all gone. All gone. All three of mine were all gone. There were no children. My brother and sister. Okay? And they're gone because the Lord will take them home. He will take them home. Those that the Lord will use us in the revival, we need to stay behind a little bit more because the Lord has a revival where He's going to raise the dead. Then He's going to use us over their lives. There might be other people who the Lord will preserve through the three days of darkness to being safe, being safe.